Welcome back to Convos at the Well. My name is Jake, and today we're going to be looking at a message dealing with our relationships. And I'm going to go straight into some science and some stuff I learned in my plant cell biology class. <laughs> so one thing that I, that I learned that I would love to share with you guys, something I found real interesting, is that the number one threat to plants is not herbivores. It's not cows who eat grass. It's not an animal, a big mammal that eats it. It's actually insects. And there's multiple relationships that plants and insects can have together. And I'd love for us to look at the two types of relationships. And we're going to focus on a relationship referred to as symbiosis. (laughs) Well, this is a good relationship to have. Both organisms can survive and thrive with one another for the common good with symbiosis. You know, an insect can use a plant and protect it. And the plant can provide nourishment to it because it's protecting it from bigger predators. Like fire ants can help the plant by providing protection, but the ants can also get nourishment from the plant in response to protecting the plant. Another type of relationship with plants and insects is parasitism, which is defined as a relationship in which one of the participants harms or lives at the expense of the host. Mm. Well... Parasite is derived from the Latin word parasitus, one who eats at the table of another. Jesus invites us all to dine at his table, the table he crafted with his own hands. We're all invited. If we journey over to Mark chapter 2, I'm going to read verses 15 through 17. Later, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests along with tax collectors and disreputable sinners. There were many people of this kind among Jesus' followers. But when the teachers of religious law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with tax collectors and other sinners, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with such scum? When Jesus heard this, he told them, healthy people do not need a doctor, sick people do. I have come not to call those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. I think it's really interesting, we see The Pharisees are talking to the disciples. Jesus hears them, and he speaks for himself. He's aware that he's sitting with sinners. He's aware that he's sitting with people who aren't perfect. He understands our flaws and our imperfection, yet he still invites us to dine with him. And he's willing to offer his table to us if we're willing to dine with him. Are we dining with Jesus? And are we dining with him as stone casters? Or those who put the stone down? Or could it be possible that we never picked up the stone in the first place? Our relationship with God and the Holy Spirit is a symbiotic relationship. Yet we still can find ourselves dining with Jesus when it's only convenient to us or for us. We can still see ourselves falling into a parasitic relationship with Jesus. Because we come to him in times when we don't don't deserve to come to him. But Jesus has his table open to us, always. Can we dine with Jesus today? And can we dine with him in humility? Can we be humble as we dine with him? And understanding that he stands up for us and knowing that we're imperfect. But in the eyes of Jesus, we are glorious. We have our own table with fruits produced by the Holy Spirit. We offer this table to people anytime we see people. We have our spiritual fruits out on display. Kindness, love, joy, compassion. 
I got it out right here for you. We have that on display. It's a good thing. Because that gift nourishes us, and we also use it to provide for others. But we must be aware of those who dine with us, who is partaking in our spiritual fruits and gifts and energy. We must be aware and intentional with every person we invite to dine with us. It isn't the healthy who need a doctor, it's the sick. The fruits on our table, kindness, compassion, joy, love, and peace, need to be used to nourish not only ourselves, but to provide for others. But keep in mind that it must be symbiotic. You shouldn't feel that these gifts are being depleted or drained. We have the Spirit of God within us, working through us, sustaining us. But some people lack that, and the symbiotic relationship becomes parasitic. Let me give you an example. A man walks into a church, and he's walking past their bookstore. Well, the bookstore has 25 Bibles outside of the bookstore, and it's in a bin that says free books. And he actually doesn't own a Bible, and he doesn't know which one he wants, so he grabs all of them. He grabbed all 25 out of his love and his desire to learn more and to feel the word of Jesus or just understand Jesus. But he left zero Bibles for the others when he only needed one. He took all 25 thinking that he could find the fulfillment somewhere through the versions. And he left zero so nobody else could find their fulfillment. Well, this man, you see, he was selfish. <laughs> and that act that he did took away from 25 other people that could have received a Bible that didn't have one. The joy that the Bible brings robbed from 25 people. And that man thought he was doing good. The people you dine with matter. Even Judas dined with Jesus. Luke 22, verse 47 and 48 say, but even as Jesus said this, a crowd approached, led by Judas, one of the twelve disciples. Judas walked over to Jesus to greet him with a kiss. But Jesus said, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? When the other disciples saw what was about to happen, they exclaimed, Lord, should we fight? We brought swords. And one of them struck at the high priest's slave, slashing off his ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Some friendships can be as toxic, if not more toxic, than relationships. We should be kind and open, but aware to the true intent of those dining with us, even though they can betray us with love. Everything that we're given, everything that we have, is from Jesus Christ. We will attract good people, and we will attract bad people. That's why it's important to ask, not only ourselves, but ask God. Am I the only providence for this person? And am I unable to provide for myself or others because I'm too busy stuck providing for this one person? Can we see that we've become the entire source for that person to attach to? Can we see that it's draining us? We get our fulfillment through Jesus. Jesus gives us the peace. Jesus gives us the fruits that we're able to offer on our table now, if we have one person that's taking all of our fruit, 
or one person who's deceiving us with love, where we feel like they do love us, but the relationship isn't really nourishing us. It's a deceited relationship. It's a lie. And in some circumstances, it can be a parasitic relationship where you don't gain anything, but you lose everything. These types of relationships, they're toxic for a reason. It's because it drains you. Are we sitting at Jesus' table with humility? We got invited to dine with the king. He saved us a seat. Are we sitting at his table asking to be served? Or are we sitting at the king's table serving him for saving us a seat? Do we belong? In his eyes, we do. And for that, we should make sure that we can love one another and not be held down by someone at our table. We have to assess who's sitting with us, who's dining with us. Is everyone who's dining at our table being nourished by the Spirit of God? The true gift of friendship is knowing that you have somebody to rely on, but also knowing that Jesus is there as a foundation, a symbiotic friendship where you can work with each other to be happy, to help each other grow, to help each other achieve their goals. A relationship that's healthy, that both people can flourish, or a group that can flourish. Assess your dining table. Who's sitting with you? Are they helping you, or are they harming you? We only have so much that we can offer somebody before we have nothing to offer ourselves. You can't find fulfillment through a human relationship. Fulfillment comes through a relationship with God. True fulfillment, your purpose in life. Understanding these things come through God. They don't come through a singular human. And because of that, you have to make sure that your relationships are healthy and that Jesus is able to cultivate and the Holy Spirit is able to cultivate in the relationships that you choose to be in. So let's assess who dines at our table. But let us also assess how we dine at Jesus's table. In a serving mentality or in a I need to be served mentality. Thank you guys for listening. I pray you have a blessed rest of your day. Amen.